a mild Monday morning. You're surrounded by redwood trees, and there are birds chirping, and turkeys gobbling, and it's a typical day at UCSC. You're in a rush to class, but get distracted because how are you supposed to be on time to class when there's a deer in front of you, obliviously eating flowers, and you just really need a picture for your Instagram story? Or there's 30 turkeys in the middle of your way. Well, what about goats buying? <laughs> this is Isabel, introducing you to quite possibly the most crucial newest edition of animals on campus, goats. Welcome back slugs to another episode of Slugcast. Today, we're learning about why there are 300 goats on campus, why they keep disappearing and reappearing in different places, and how they might just be the key to reducing the risk of wildfire. Today, we have two special guests. Our campus fire marshal and deputy fire marshal, Nick Otis and Aaron Johnson, are sitting down with us today to give us all an answer to the questions we've been asking, or at least the questions I have been asking. My name is Nick Otis. My pronouns are he, him, his. I am the campus fire marshal and also the director of emergency services at UC Santa Cruz, and I oversee the Office of Emergency Services. Hi, my name is Erin Johnson. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm the deputy fire marshal here at UC Santa Cruz, and I'm with the Department of Office of Emergency Services. I don't think anyone anticipated that we'd have goats here by spring quarter. The biggest question I think everyone has on their minds is probably, why goats? Nick explains how the goats are raising awareness to our campus community about the risk of wildfires, while simultaneously being a cost-effective way of reducing the risk of another devastating wildfire, such as the CZU Lightning Complex fire that happened in 2020, where 80,000 acres of the Santa Cruz Mountains were scorched, among hundreds of homes destroyed and UCSC students having to evacuate from campus. Um, really, the whole purpose of the GOATS was to, um, to bring light and uh, provide outreach to the campus community about fire, uh, fire risk and wildfire danger that can be associated with our campus. And the GOATS is kind of a means to kind of bring that to everyone's attention. The goats are purpose on campus is to uh, provide uh, a new technique for land management and vegetation thinning on campus and is kind of like a good first step into some of the more aggressive tactics that we're looking at doing for land management on campus. I've been the fire marshal here for about eight years on campus and I was um, I was the lead fire marshal during the CZU wildfire that took place on our campus and that really highlighted the real fire danger risks that um, that are present for our campus. You know, it was the first time not only did the University of California Santa Cruz have to evacuate, but it was the first time any camp campus within the University of California to be evacuated. So uh, identifying that real fire danger was was kind of like a prevalent forefront uh, that we wanted to kind of uh, make people aware of and, and make sure that they understand that, you know, we have this beautiful campus, but there are still real risks that are, exist for that. And the GOAT program is a way to kind of highlight that and make people aware. While the GOATs help get rid of the vegetation on campus, they don't reduce the risk all by themselves. Yeah, so the GOATs is just one part of a multi, um, 
multi-pronged strategy that uh, will manage the like wildfire risk. The reason that we chose goats, we have a lot of tools that we're going to be implementing in the next couple of years. We're going to be very aggressive when it comes to land management on this campus. Um, and goats were actually one of the most cost-effective ways of doing that. So that's why we chose goats. And if you, the question of why did we choose specific goats out of all the animals, uh, they are most assertive when it comes to grazing, uh, the fastest, um, and it's been shown that they eat the most amount of vegetation. They're really not picky when it comes to what they eat, as long as it's green, lush vegetation, which is what we were trying to go after. What really increases the risk of wildfires are the lush green areas that crawl up to the trees. After the goats eat all the green areas which are prone to wildfires, the grounds crew gets rid of all of the dead wood. After this, the ground then gets covered up with chips to slow down the regrowth of new fuel vegetation that would replace what the goats have gone through in Eden. Essentially, we're just trying to create a buffer between the campus and our forest. That's really our main goal here when it's all said and done, um, because that's really what's going to keep our campus safe from any potential forest fires that we might have in the future. So by creating that buffer that we have, uh, because a lot of the areas that you see were right by the buildings, right near some of the dormitories, um, mostly north in the campus we targeted a lot. Um, that's really where the fort, if a fire was going to come down, it would come down from that in the north of campus. While we'd all wish that they'd be here longer, the goats will be gone before June, due to them eating up all the vegetation much faster than anticipated. Although they are leaving soon, this not might be the last we'll see of them. We had roughly around 400 goats on campus during this time period. And um, honestly, they make really quick work. Um, if there's enough lush green vegetation there, you know, they can, I, I'd say on average in most areas, they're, they'd be in an area for maybe three days on average um, before we'd move them to their next location. They, they, this was a lot quicker than we actually anticipated. Uh, you know, we originally, um, so they would be here until the end of May, and that's proving not to be the case. Um, they just completely cleared out all the areas that they were that we targeted on campus um, with just an amazing speed. Um, we're hoping that this will not be the last time this campus sees goats. Mm -hmm. um, the best time to have goats is really in the early spring, so between March and early June. Um, so the most likely. Our fingers crossed we're going to see them next spring as well. While Erin and Nick planned the GOATS tour around campus, the Grounds Department and Natural Reserve Department were involved in the pre-planning process as well. The majority of the areas were under our Grounds Department, um, and the GOATS really are helping them out. they kind of the extension of a Grounds Department. So instead of going out there with string trimmers or lawnmowers, um, the GOATS are really doing a whole lot of work in a less time and more cost-effective. While there were many people involved with this project, there is one person that was also involved, the goat herder. And then there's a goat shepherd and his two goat dogs, and they uh, are here on campus 24-7. Um, and he does the security of the goats, as well as there's a mobile electric fence that he moves around to specific areas. So once they're done in a specific area, the goat shepherd then will move, set up the electric fence in the next area, and then kind of herd them in with dogs. And it's a really incredible sight to see. I had the 
pleasure of actually helping him shepherd from the Koi Amphitheater to Engineering 2. And that was really, really fun experience. Um, very, very unique experience to shepherd up 400 goats. If you're sad the goats are leaving, don't worry, the goats next to your parents is already in the works. Yeah, we've we've started. We've already began the early stages of the planning, kind of like the discussions and, and, and groups that need to be included in for future uh, planning purposes of it. So we're looking at consulting various safety committees on campus. So if they identify specific areas that they feel like would have value of having the goats doing there, obviously we're going to have uh, the natural reserve be a part of that as well as like the ecology department. So we're being. Um, we're being thoughtful if there's any kind of like uh, sensitive species or anything like that, that we, we need to be cognizant of, of that. So for preservation purposes, we're not just kind of sending the goats everywhere, um, as well as our grounds department. And then, you know, hopefully we can include students on this of maybe like helping us vote an idea, you know, ideas that are locations on campus where we, we can have a lot of value for them. So we're really excited about the program. I really think that it's, you know, the main purpose of it was to just kind of bring awareness about the risks of wildfire danger and that they exist and the goats is a really good kind of icebreaker to that you know because I think people love animals and um, having goats on campus is kind of a new you know this is the pilot program so something like this has never been done before but we're seeing real results in these areas of creating these buffers so we're we're really proud of that. Now after all this talk about wildfires you might be thinking is there a way that I can help reduce them? The best thing that students can be aware of is just be kind of in tune with local weather weather patterns and kind of being aware of the laws and regulations that exist in there. So, you know, even though we are in a forest setting for our campus, people, students need to understand that like wild uh, campfires are not permitted on campus in any kind of way. Um, so things like that is, is, is a good way to kind of uh, keep the entire campus community safe. So just being in tune with, you know, if we have a red flag warning or things like that, or, you know, not, not doing campfires in the woods honestly is one of the biggest things because a lot of times how those fires get out of hand is that a fire starts but then it's maybe not extinguished fully so sometimes there's existing embers and depending if there's high winds or we have relatively high humidity during the during a day all contribute to like our heightened risk of doing that but i'd say the best things for students to do is really just you know be mindful of the laws and regulations that exist when it comes to campfires on our campus um, and just being in tune with um, a lot of our uh, emergency resources on campus when it comes to uh, wildfire risk. We also have a whole page on our website that's uh, uh, specific to just wildfire dangers and further information for students so that they have all the resources they would need to just kind of understand the, where we live in this region and how that's related to wildfires. It gives you a little bit of history about wildfires in our county and uh, provides a lot of resources. So if we ever were to have another wildfire that was coming close to the campus, students would understand all the, the things that, that would be going into the planning process and then resources for them to prepare for that. It's important for students to also understand where their newest evacuation routes are in their area, whether it's on campus or off campus, the quickest way to exit the building, as well as like kind of having your kind of a go bag, kind of ready to go, or at least things that you need, whether it's medication, glasses, papers, um, you know, anything that you need, just kind of grabbing as you leave out the door, that's just quick. Um, and also checking out our fire danger signs for like the latest of what, you know, kind of our current state is, right? But just kind of being, yeah, aware of your surroundings. Um, be smart about what you're doing.
Thank you to our campus fire marshal and deputy fire marshal Nick Otis and Aaron Johnson for joining us. If you're interested in knowing how a potential fire danger is determined, be sure to check out the link in the description. This is Isabel, and you're listening to Slugcast.